is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Freedom Through Faith. Prepare to be blessed as pastor and teacher Robert Thibodeau leads us into the anointed study of the Word of God, teaching and empowering you how to impact your world with the gospel of Jesus Christ, teaching you how to receive the blessings and provisions of God and how to walk through this life with Freedom Through Faith. And now, here's Pastor Robert Thibodeau. We now rejoin today's message already in progress. If you are a born-again child of the Most High God, if you are filled with the Holy Spirit, if you are a believer that Jesus died for your sins, and you've received forgiveness for the sins by confessing Him as your Savior, asking Him to come into your heart, He did. And He created in you a new spirit. One righteous in the eyes of the Father. One that loves God. And one that is loved of God. You will not be on the losing side in that battle. Because we have the promise that before all these things take place, Jesus will speak a word. Come up here, my people. For he does not want us to go through the tribulation. Amen. And as we are taken to heaven in the twinkling of an eye, over in, uh, let's go to 1 Thessalonians. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. And... Let's do verse 13. But I would not have you to be ignorant, brothers, concerning them which are asleep. In other words, that's just a word for died. Uh, There's a tradition, Catholics even have it, that when someone dies, it's soul sleep. They're just asleep until the resurrection. So that's what he's talking about here. He's speaking to their belief. I would not have you be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which have died, that you do not sorrow, even as others which have no hope sorrow. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which have died in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent or shall not go before them which have died. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, the shout of victory, glory to God, with the voice of the archangel, 
and with the trump of God. That's the last trumpet. The dead in Christ shall rise first. I've heard some pastors say, the reason the dead in Christ rise first, they have six feet farther to travel. Hallelujah. And then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in a cloud. So the, the dead in Christ shall rise out of the ground. As they come up to ground level, we also start to rise up. Just as Jesus rose to heaven, so are we going to rise to heaven. Amen? That's what it says right here. We'll be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. Amen. And so we shall ever be with the Lord. Amen. Glory to God. Well, Brother Bob, what does it say about a twinkling of the eye? Well, yeah. We'll be converted in the twinkling of an eye. Amen. But we will go, we will rise. People on this earth, People you know will see you start to levitate and you'll slowly go up. And as they look, your feet disappear through the ceiling. They're going to run outside to see where you went. And they'll see you exit the roof line of your business or the house and start to go up there. And they'll look around and they'll see other people going up too. And then it'll hit them. They'll understand. This is the rapture. I'm still here. Wait, wait, wait for me. Take me too. And Jesus told uh, in one of the teachings, he said, I did not know you. I had no relationship with you. And these people, us, the Christians, will float up, meeting the Lord in the air. He has not returned to the earth at this point. He just came to get his bride the bride of Christ, that's us. Now, here's a, another proof, if you want to call it that, of why I believe the rapture will take place prior to all of this trouble. Tribulation is so great, it said, that the days were not shortened, even the very elect could be deceived. As the bride of Christ, are you going to, if, if you're a male and you have this woman that you want to marry and you're giving her all these gifts and, and you're anticipating the marriage and, and you're just so happy, are you going to send somebody to beat her and you know torture her as an expression of how much you love her? No. You will protect her with your life if necessary. That's what Jesus is doing. It makes no sense for the church, those that Jesus loves and has a relationship with that are his bride. It makes absolutely no sense for his people to be tortured, beaten, go through the tribulation. It makes no sense. Now, that doesn't mean there won't be problems. It does not mean that we're not going to experience some of the birth pangs. But the great, what Bible calls the great tribulation, we don't have to take part in because we won't be here. Because he's going to come and meeting us in the air and taking his bride to heaven for the wedding supper of the Lamb where we become one with him forever. 
receiving our glorified bodies in the twinkling of an eye. Glory to God. As we rise up, this body, the pain, there will be people in wheelchairs, people bedridden, who as they rise up, their body is glorified as we go up into heaven. Oh, hallelujah. Think about that. We are the only ones in creation who will have glorified bodies for eternity. Amen. There will be people born again after the rapture. Or I should not say born again, but saved. Because the Holy Spirit will be taken from the earth. The Bible says in one place that that which hinders will continue to do so until the time when Jesus returns. The Holy Spirit is what's preventing absolute, total, 100% chaos and mayhem in this earth right now. But at the rapture, that Holy Spirit is taken out of the earth. And you can see this if we turn back to Revelation. Uh, over here. Let's see. Glory to God. In chapter 10, the angels flying through... Oh, here we go. Chapter 11. I'm sorry. Uh, two witnesses. After the rapture, there will be two witnesses in the earth. These are the two witnesses. Some say it's Elijah and Enoch. Because neither one of them ever died, and it's written that every man has, should, you know, that man should. It's appointed unto man once to die. After that, the judgment. So they're saying these are Elijah and Enoch. I don't know. Makes sense, but I don't know. These two witnesses will begin to testify about what just took place about this rapture. What just, because there's going to be all sorts of theories being expounded. Alien abduction and things like that. Now, it's estimated there are almost 2 billion Christians, professed Christians in this earth. That leaves 5 billion people. 2 billion people. 20%, no, 40% of this earth. The population of this earth. 40% of the population just disappears. There is going to be some news headlines made on that. Where did they go? And there will be all sorts of theories being expounded. One such theory is that, and I believe this will be expounded by the Muslims, because they're the next most populous group on the earth, who will be left behind who are exerting their influence and growth right now, I believe they're going to come out with a theory that Allah got all these Christian people out of the way. He just killed them and eliminated them. They no longer exist. So that we can now make the whole world Muslim. I think that's one theory that will be expounded. It's just the gospel according to Bob. Amen. There's no scriptural evidence for it unless you start putting together piecemeal scriptures. But I believe it. The point I'm trying to make, though, is there will be different theories expounded about what happened to all the Christians. And these two witnesses 
will then be sent. And they will testify about what took place, the rapture. Amen. And if anyone tries to hurt them, verse 5, 11 verse 5, if anyone tries to hurt them, fire will proceed out of their mouth and devour their enemies. And if any man wants to hurt them, he must in this manner be killed. They'll just speak the word and the, the person or people trying to kill them will just burst into flames. Glory to God. And these have power to shut off heaven so that it does not rain in the days of their prophecy. And they have power over waters to turn them to blood. This is things that Moses could do. Amen. And to smite the earth with plagues as often as they want to. And when they shall have finished their testimony, then the beast that ascends out of the bottomless pit shall make war against them and shall overcome them and kill them. And their dead bodies will be in the street of the great city, which spiritually is called Sodom in Egypt, where also our Lord was crucified. Where was he crucified? Jerusalem. But the world is so corrupt that Jerusalem is now called Sodom and is part of Egypt. That tells you that the Muslims are taking over this land. And they of the people, kindreds, tongues, and nations shall see their dead bodies three and a half days and will not permit their dead bodies to be put in graves. Folks, we can see all this stuff live via satellite on the news. And you know it's going to be shown over and over, constant talk, because people want to know what's going on. And they that dwell upon the earth shall rejoice over the death of these men. And they'll make merry and shall send gifts to one another. Oh, congratulations, you got rid of these guys. Because these two prophets tormented them with their testimony. And with calling down plagues and shutting up the rain, so massive droughts. And after three days and a half. Now we're talking the time of the tribulation which lasts for seven years, three and a half years. That symbolizes three and a half days. The spirit of life from God enters back into them, and they stand up on their feet. And when that happens, great fear falls upon all them which saw them or watched them on TV or whatever. They're going to be scared, like, oh my God. No, not your God. Our God. Amen. And at the same hour, there's a great earthquake. And tenth part of the city of Jerusalem falls. And in the earthquake were slain of men, 7,000 people dying in this earthquake. And the remnant, everyone who did not die, were afraid. And then gave glory to the God of heaven. This is the last bunch to be saved when they realized the testimony of these two people was true. They're going to be testifying that what the Bible said happened, happened. And that the people who are no longer here, the two billion people missing off the face of the earth, were the ones caught up in the rapture exactly as the Bible says. And when they kill these two people, these two prophets... And then three and a half days later, they rise up exactly as the Bible said. Great fear will fall on the remnant that now believe their testimony. 
This is the last group of people that gets born again. They're not taken to heaven. They're just believers now at this point. And I am sure that the testimony of these two witnesses during the course of their period to prophesy will talk about how you need or you will be martyred because of the testimony of our Lord. Amen. Because it's written that they are beheaded. The witnesses the, under the altar is those that have been beheaded. Amen. For the testimony of the Lord. They were beheaded. Hallelujah. And Chapter 12, verse 10, I heard a loud voice saying, Now has come salvation and strength, the kingdom of our God, the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren has been cast down, which accused them day and night. They overcame him by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto death. Amen. Under the altar, there are those who had the testimony of God and were beheaded. Because of it. And during this time now is going to be the spread, I believe, of worldwide Islam. Because they're the only ones who behead. They're the only ones who still behead people. And it's being instituted more and more and more. Amen? So, what you have is now the all the people left in the earth realize they are going to be cast forever into hell if they do not defeat this Jesus. If they do not stop people being born again, well not born again, but being confessed believers in Christ and in the two billion people who have disappeared off the face of the earth. And the only way to stop them from testifying about is to give them, according to the Islamic tradition and, and written in the Quran, an opportunity to recant their confession for Christ and to confess Islam. If they do not do that, they will be beheaded. They will be killed. There will be no mercy. There will be no op option for them to pay taxes and all that because this group of people who are the confessed Believers now in Jesus that the Bible is true. They missed the rapture, but now they believe. Chapter 13 in the book of Revelation talks about the mark of the beast. I beheld in verse 11 another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb. He's going to bring peace over the earth. He's going to say, okay, look. Let's all get together on this and, and let's stop fighting amongst ourselves and let's come against the common enemy here. And he has, he's going to be speaking peace like a lamb, but he has, or has two horns like a lamb, but he speaks as a dragon. And he will have all the power of the first beast before him and cause the earth and them to dwell in it to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed, and he will do great wonders and can even make fire come down from him. He's going to show he has such power that he can make fire come down from heaven and consume people. And he's going to say, 
We don't have nothing to worry about, folks. I got this under control. And I'll deceive them that are on the earth. By the means of these miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth, they should make an image to the beast which had the wound by the sword and yet lives. And he had power to give life unto the image. I don't know if that's through the internet. I don't know if it's through 3D animation or what do they call those, you know, like holograms or whatever. Or actually, possibly a biotic, bionic type of man. All this it could be uh, cloning. Amen. I just read yesterday that the first limb was actually created in the lab from stem cells. A limb that they can now transplant onto some animal they're testing this on. Folks, that's just one step away from doing a whole human being. And he had the power the capabilities, the technology to do this. I believe that he's going to give life to this clone of the, the, the leader that was killed over in uh, the first part of the chapter. And then 16, he causes all, all, every person in the earth at that time, all, small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, that no man might buy or sell unless he has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. This chip technology, microchip technology, was supposed to be part of the Obamacare plan, but it was withstood by some evangelical members of Congress and taken out of the bill. But the technology is there. The desire... To put it in place is there. Oh, they'll tout all the benefits. You know, this will have your complete medical record on it. Uh, it'll be updated every time you go to the doctor. You don't have to do anything. All they got to do is scan your hand. They'll have complete access to your medical records. That's just step one. I remember when uh, this direct deposit system came out with sending money to the banks. It was resisted. Nobody wanted to do that. That's the mark of the beast. Over the concept of time, it became acceptable. It was an option. Uh, when I first went in the military, it wasn't an option. And then it became an option. It was optional whether you had it or not. After several years, it became mandatory. We no longer cut checks. Or if you want us to give you a check, your paycheck will be like four days late because we'll just mail it to you. But if you want to sign up for a direct deposit, you can have it actually the night before. Social Security was another way. It was optional, and then it became mandatory. You go to get hired for a job. Very few employers hand out checks now at the end of the week. Usually it's a direct deposit to the bank. See how it becomes acceptable in the sight of everyone? That's what's going to happen with this microchip. It'll become commonplace. Well, since you already have it for your medical records, we're going to make it now because, remember, 2 billion people left. There's going to be all sorts of turmoil and chaos going on. We need to control the economy. And we don't want nobody to steal your identity. So you, every person will receive a microchip. 
and they'll put, you know, when you get paid, it'll go directly to your bank. You don't have to have a debit card. You don't have to go online. You just scan your hand. It's secure right there. There you go. When you go to the grocery store, you won't have any cash on you because we don't want any counterfeit money because it's not going to be the dollar. It'll be a new worldwide currency, according to the Bible. And you just scan your hand, you get out your money. Uh, well, you won't be able to withdraw money, but you go to the grocery store, scan your hand, get your groceries, go to the parts store for your car, pay your rent. All of that will be done. And it says right here, No man could buy or sell as he had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. But yet, the true believers at this point in time will refuse to take that mark. They will say, I'm not getting injected with this microchip. It is not going to happen. I say, well, if you don't want the microchip, then you got to have this tattoo. We'll put this barcode on you so you can scan the barcode. I don't want the barcode either. Well, otherwise you got to have this government ID card with this number on it, which is the number of the beast. And people will say, no, I don't want that either. And they will be a thorn in the side of the governing, worldwide governing authority. These are the ones who will not be able to buy or sell. These are the ones who will not be able to go to the grocery store or buy milk for their baby. These are the ones who will not have a job because there's no way of paying them. These are the ones who will be rummaging through garbage dumps, begging for scraps. These are the ones who will do what they need to do to try to take care of their family, but will also be caught and executed, beheaded. Either refute your belief in this Christian stuff and accept Islam for what it is, or we will kill you. Those are their choices. And those who are wavering and they're not really sure, but they kind of think that you know this Christian thing with the rapture and all that might be true, the testimony of these guys, yeah, that's possible. I, I guess I believe it. Those that waver like that will bow their knees to the God of the world. But those that refuse will be beheaded and brought into heaven. Their spirit will be brought into heaven. Amen. And, you know, the, the thing is, hallelujah, that when they're brought into heaven, they're not given glorified bodies. Amen. They're not given glorified bodies like, like the Christians were that were taken up into heaven. Amen. Because we are the glorified ones. We're going to walk around in eternity in heaven. They may, you know, those that believe are going to be taken out of this earth. But they're going to give their life for it. Amen. 
You have just heard a message of encouragement from anointed pastor and teacher Robert Thibodeau with Freedom Through Faith Ministries in Baltimore, Maryland. For more information on the Freedom Through Faith Ministries or to invite Pastor Thibodeau to your church, please visit our website, www.ftfm.org. That's FTFM for Freedom Through Faith Ministries. Again, that's ftfm.org. Until next time, when we gather together around the Word of God, be blessed. And remember, we serve an awesome God. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.